Well, good, good evening, church. Uh, how are you guys doing? You guys are good. Uh, we had an awesome time uh, this morning, uh, just seeing the guys have uh, been baptized and even the three now. Come, let's give the Lord a clap and a praise uh, once more. Uh, so awesome. Uh, yeah, man, so my wife sends her greetings that she couldn't be here. The little man is teething now, so those of you who are parents, you know the story when the kids are, are teething. Uh, so she's just uh, with him at home where she sends uh, her greetings. Uh, we had an awesome time, as I said, this morning. And when we were driving home after church, my wife said to me, hey, you know what? There's a difference between polite and being genuine. That's what she said to me. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? She's like, you know what? When I came into this church, I felt that the people were really genuine. Because sometimes you go to a place, people are just polite, you know, because you are a new face. But... We really felt the love of God this morning. And even when people are being baptized, and I was listening to some of the testimonies here, you know, I just had to, like, wipe my tears in on a slide because, you know, we, we, we grew up, we don't cry. Men don't cry, you know. But in Christ, we have freedom, men. We cry. Amen. Amen. So this evening, yeah, man, I just want to share from God's word. I'm so excited uh, that when we come to Christ, man, it even changes your name. Uh, as I said, my name is Gregory Kassam. Some people say you got a Muslim surname. Yeah, it's a long story. I don't have time to share that tonight. But my nickname when I was growing up was Mazamban. Mazamban is a potato for us very <laughs> Yeah, my name was Mazamban growing up because I lived directly opposite of my primary school. So every day, almost every day after school, my friends used to come over. I love potatoes. And we used to fry chips. Almost every second day we used to fry chips and uh, yeah, I mean, it used to be strange to see small young boys in primary school going to the shop to go buy a pocket of potatoes <laughs> to come and we used to fry those chips. Uh, yeah, man, so I used to love food. You can see I'm a big guy. I used to really, really love food. It was so bad, man. I even used to watch movies that only had full titles. <laughs> American Pie. Beetlejuice, <laughs> Children of the Corn. We <laughs> watch those types of movies, but yeah, man. But God is good this evening. We'll be reading from the book of Acts chapter 17 tonight. If you've got your Bible, you can turn to the book of Acts chapter 17. I've got Charles here with me uh, tonight. Uh, Charles is also part of the church plant. Uh, this year he's currently uh, doing a one-year internship. He's doing a youth development program. Uh, out in Mahalisburg. And hey, we were trusting God for multicultural as well, you know. So yesterday in our interest meeting, there were blacks, there were Indians, and there were colors there. But I'm like, no, this is not a true representation of what multiculture is. We need the whites as well. So God is good. Charles went on this program, so he's finishing up in December, and he found a white chick. <laughs> and guess what? She's moving to Durban in December, and over and above that, so yeah, she's a drummer, so we got a white chick who's a drummer who's going to be joining our church, man. Isn't God good? Yeah, because in the place that we're in, it's difficult to be connecting, so hey, if you can't get them with the gospel, marry them. <laughs> Just play. Acts chapter 17, the Bible says uh, in verses 1, are you guys good tonight? Uh, funny thing, man, yeah, so, so I do work, I've got a 9 to 5, I'm working for a bank for the past uh, 15 years, I'm not going to tell you which bank, and over and above that, I manage a group of comedians, and the guys are like so funny, they're all Christian guys, 
so maybe sometime we'll come and do a Christian, a Christian comedy show for you. And the guy's a very funny man, and one of the guys is just going to tell you a joke to crack the ice. He's like, you know what? The first thing you notice when a person gets saved, their vocabulary changes. That's the first thing you notice. Let me give you an example. There's a female, for example, her name is Cindy. I don't know if there's a Cindy in this church. <laughs> you go visit Cindy. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, Cindy, how you doing? Hey, I'm cool, man. Hey, but the way I'm so broke, I'm waiting, waiting for payday. Cindy gets saved. Same situation, you go to the house. Knock, knock. Cindy, how you doing? Hey, I'm well and blessed. <laughs> but the way the devil's attacking my finances. <laughs> Just trusting God for a breakthrough. <laughs> The vocabulary changes. And where I'm from, there are some feisty women in the area. And they're like, what? That woman's trying to mess around with my man. I'll cut her up. Same woman gets saved. Same scenario. What? Is that sister trying to cover my husband? I'll bind the spirits of Jezebel in Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah, man, it's funny. Acts chapter 17. Let's get serious now, yeah. Now the Bible says, now when they had passed through Wentworth and Isipingo, they came to our moms in Toti, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul went in as was his custom, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that it was necessary for Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead, saying, this Jesus whom I proclaim to you is the Christ. And it says, and some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks and not a few of the leading women. But the Jews were jealous. And taking some wicked men of the rebel, they formed a mob. And they set the city in an uproar. And they attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring them out of the crowd. And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brothers before the city authority, shouting, These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. And Jason has received them. And they are all acting against the decrees of Caesar, saying, there is another king, and his name is Jesus. Oh, Jesus is awesome, and the name of Jesus is so powerful tonight. I want to talk to you about becoming a troublemaker for Jesus. Yeah? Growing up, I got in trouble for a lot of things, the wrong things, but now I'm getting in trouble for the Lord. Uh, some of the things I'm not proud of uh, that I grew up doing, I remember the ones the police were looking for us, I stole a payphone. I don't know if you know back in the day, so you have those blue, those blue phones, you're like, really? Yeah, 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 I stole a payphone. That time we used, to, we used to drink and stuff. Remember those, those phones you used to put the coins in? So they used to have those coins by the houses, but I'm like, hey, we got no money, we broke. Cut the cord, stole the phone, ran away to call the police. But thank God we never get caught. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, by God's grace. But we got into trouble for a lot of the wrong things. But then I decided I'm going to get in trouble for Jesus now. I'm going to go and proclaim the gospel. And if trouble comes my way, bless the Lord. Amen. So I want to just talk to us about public faith. That's another title for you all. If causing trouble for Jesus is not user friendly for you. Right, so prior to Acts chapter 17, we see Paul and Silas, they're going on their mission trips, and they come to a certain city, and they recruit a young man by the name of Timothy, and they're going all over the show, Paul has a vision 
of Macedonia. He sees a man in his vision, and then they go to Macedonia. They preach the gospel there. Uh, a lady by the name of Lydia gets saved. She was a businesswoman, and a whole lot of things were happening in that place. And then they casted the demon out of a young girl, and one thing led to another, and Paul and Silas find themselves in prison. They were in prison for preaching the gospel and for delivering this girl from a spirit of divination. But the Bible says that at the midnight hour, while Paul and Silas were praying, and while they were singing praises unto God, an earthquake took place. Something supernatural took place while they were praising the Lord. And the Bible says that the earthquake took place and all the prison gates opened. And all the shackles that were on the prisoners, they all fell off. And the Bible talks about a Philippian jailer. This guy came and he wanted to kill himself. And Paul began to preach the gospel to him. And he and his whole household got saved. It's funny how God can use circumstances and turn them around for his good. Amen. This morning we are talking about the different challenges that we face in life. And we are talking about the steadfast love of the Lord and how God's love never ceases. And how God uses our challenges and our trials for a purpose. You will never know who is watching you in the situation that you're going through. They're watching to see how you respond, and they're looking to see how God brings you out of your situation. So I want to encourage you tonight, no matter what you're going through, keep smiling. No matter what challenge you might be facing tonight, draw strength from the Lord. Because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength tonight. Amen. So they began to preach the word of the Lord, and in Acts chapter 17, they came to Amams in Toti. They came to the city. The city that they went to, Thessalonica, was an immoral city. Idol worship was practiced in that city. And in that culture of immorality and darkness, God sends Paul, Silas, and he sends Timothy there. And they preach the gospel. And the city gets turned upside down for Jesus. You see, church, God does not want us to stand above the culture and criticize it. Neither does he want us to stand beneath the culture and just look and say, wow, the situation is helpless. No, God wants us to stand in the midst of the culture and show people that there is a better way. That's what God is calling us to do. We don't just stand on the outskirts and say, wow, look at these people, they're sinners, they're doing so much evil. No, that's, what not God, that's not what God is calling us to do. God says, go in the midst, go into that city and be a light. Preach the gospel. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verses 13, that you are the salt of the earth. Salt is commonly known for, season, for seasoning. Now, you know on Instagram, you've got a guy by the name of Saul Bay. He made salt famous. But in the olden days, salt was used as a preservative. Right, is to rub the salt in the meat so that the meat doesn't decay. And God is calling us to be the salt. God is calling us to preserve the community and the city that we are in, but the lifestyles that we live. The Bible says that you are the light of the world. A city sits on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but understand, and it gives light to all in the house. We must let our light shine in our communities. There are men in our communities who are more scared than Jub Jub than God. <laughs> Jub Jub's fixing the country. Eh? For those of you who don't know who Jub Jub is, Jub Jub is a guy. He's a presenter on a show. It's basically the South African version of Cheetahs. So when Jub Jub comes in the community, everyone ducks and dives because that show, hey, Jub Jub's coming after me. But we should fear God and not troop troop. Amen. 
He's doing a, 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 a job in the communities. But when we come into the community and when we preach the gospel, we lead men and women to the light which is Jesus Christ. The gospel was working and people started living with integrity. Integrity basically means the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. When we come to Christ, everything about us begins to change. The way we talk begins to change. The way we walk begins to change. The places that we used to go to, we don't go anymore because our identity is now hidden in Christ. We begin to walk with integrity. There was a man, he wrote a letter to Saz with regards to integrity, and he said, Dear Saz, I can't sleep. Last year when I filed my tax report, I misrepresented my income. Enclosed in this letter is a check of 12,000 rand. If I can't sleep, I'll send the rest. <laughs> That's got to do with integrity, guys. Integrity is what would you do if you knew you wouldn't get caught doing the things that you're doing. That's what integrity speaks about. But when Jesus comes in, man, he sets us free. He doesn't just set us free from, he sets us free for. He doesn't just set us free from sin, he sets us free to do the things which we ought to be doing tonight. Yeah? Now the Bible tells us that the Jews were jealous and they formed a mob to attack the house of Jason because he was accommodating Paul and his team. And I want to let you know tonight that, you know, we are excited, we're ecstatic about what God is doing. People are getting baptized. God is changing our lives around. But in the midst of that, there will be opposition. Not everybody will be happy for us when we turn our lives around. Me, for number one, my mother wants happy that every morning the pastor is to come five o'clock, wake us up in the morning to take us up to the mountain and prayer. That was the foundation of my Christianity. And she was like, you guys are mad. That big-headed pastor's coming to wake us up every five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, hey, mommy, you don't understand. And today, mommy is saved. Today, mommy prays in the morning. Yeah? So we must be encouraged. Even when people oppose us, your own family members will say, hi, you, what is this church thing? You just stand strong. You be the salt in your house. You be the light in your house. Amen. The message that Paul and Silas was preaching was an intense message. We see the same spirit of intensity in Peter and John before the Sanhedrin in Acts chapter 4 verses 19. The Bible says, but Peter and John answered and they said to the council, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, you be the judge, for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and which we have heard. They were being threatened not to preach, but they were prepared to take the risk and say, hey, if we go to jail again, so be it. And sometimes that is the cost we're going to pay. We might not die for the gospel, but some of us might be socially martyred. People might not want to hang around with us because say, you guys, everything is Jesus. Everything is Jesus with you guys. Hey, you don't know where I come from. You don't know that outside of Jesus, I was going downhill. My life was nothing, but God raised me up, and he placed me, man, on the solid rock. And that is why I've got to give God praise. And this faith and this Christianity that we have, God is calling us, man, to live it publicly. We don't Bible-thumb people. No, we love people. 
And God will provide an opportunity in your relationships with people where people will say to you, hey, we don't see you doing the things that we do, but why are you so happy? And that's God providing a platform for you to share the gospel with them. Tell them, hey, you know what? I'm actually serving the Lord. And I use my son and my Muslims, man. You're a Qasim. I'm like, yeah, but I'm a Christian Qasim. I use that platform. I engage them with the gospel. And I love on them. And I wait patiently. So in our launch team, we actually got an undercover chick. She's actually, her family is Muslim, but she's an undercover Christian. So when it was Ramadan and when they were fasting, she's like, you know what? I'm fasting for Jesus. But you know what I'm going to do? Once the church goes live in February, I'm going to tell my parents I'm a Christian. So just pray for us in that regard. I know you're going to pray after the service. So we've got some exciting things going on, exciting people. We've got a guy in the group. I mean, he's just come from a crazy background. And God did some awesome things for him. So we're just excited, man. We just want to go into the community. We said we don't want to just go there and fly our airplane over the community and throw fish and chips out of the window and say, yeah, yeah, some food. No, no, no. We want to plant ourselves in the community. We want the challenges and the problems of the community to become ours. And God is sending us in that place so you can pray for us in that regard. So I want to encourage you tonight, do not be afraid to go public with your faith. Going public with your faith basically means not hiding who you are. We can either hide who we are or we can share who we are. We are not ashamed of the gospel, as Paul says in Romans 1.16, for it is God's power unto salvation to everyone that believes. Paul says, Jews demand science and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. He's a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles. He also goes on to say that the message of the cross is foolishness to them which are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is God's power. We have to reach the point, church, where we live out the conviction that nothing is more important than the expansion of God's kingdom. When you die, furniture removal trucks are not going to be at your graveside. There is nothing that you can take with you. Your beautiful furniture you can't take, your beautiful car you can't take, your bank account cannot be transferred into accounts in heaven. You can't take nothing. The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. That's the only thing that we can take. So we need to change our mindset to become one of eternity. We cannot become too comfortable on this earth. You know, now the culture is all about, hey, we need to secure the bag. Securing the bag is, hey, we need to do everything to make that money. That's what they say in the culture. We need to secure the bag. Life is not about securing the bag. Jesus said, seek the kingdom first and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you, including the bag. But we seek his kingdom first and his righteousness first. The kingdom comes first and God says, if you put me first, everything else will fall into place. Stuff that you're praying hard about now, you won't need to pray about anymore because when you put God first, God will look after you. Mm. We have to come to the place where we say the expansion of God's kingdom is more important than our personal success. We must become gospel-centered people. If we are going to turn the world upside down for Jesus, we have to become gospel-centered people who love Jesus and we display that love in our communities where we love our neighbors irrespective of who they are. They might be black, white, they might be Muslim, Hindu, whatever they are. We love them irrespect because Jesus called us to love our neighbors. It's easy to love people that look like us. 
It's easy to love people who are in our social circles, people who earn the same and drive the same like us. But where is the reward in that? Love your neighbor as yourself. Jason was willing to get involved in the mission by welcoming Paul and his team into his home, even though it knew, he knew it could mean trouble for him. This evening, you might not be a preacher. You might not be called to go into those dark places and go down into the dark trenches, but some of you, God is just asking you to hold a rope while some of us go down into those dangerous places. Can you hold a rope tonight? Can you say, you know what? I can't preach, but I'm going to throw my resources. I'm holding the rope. I'm going to pray for you. I'm holding the rope. I'm going to just throw whatever I, I have, all my time, my talents, my treasures, whatever it is, I'm going to hold a rope, brother. You go. You're doing an excellent work for the Lord. We're just going to hold a rope. So tonight, God is saying to some of you, you just hold a rope. Pray for those who are leading you. Give as hard as you can give. Hold the rope tonight. They say that God uses crooked sticks to make straight lines. And even broken clocks work twice in a day. Don't sit and say, God cannot use me. There's still too much going on in my life. God is not looking for perfect vessels. He's looking for vessels that are available. Don't sit and say, oh, I can't speak like him. I can't speak like her. God is just looking for a vessel that says, Lord, use me. If you can speak through a donkey, surely you can speak through me. Yeah? God can use you. Look at your neighbor and say, God can use you. Yes, God can use you. You know why? Because we grew up, most of us, we grew up, and I come from a community where nobody affirms you. And unfortunately, in some churches that we go to, there's no affirmation. Some of the backgrounds that I come from, if I told them I'm starting a church, they would say, you're crazy. You're too young. Has God really called you? And all these types of negative types of things. But God will connect you with people who believe in you. God will connect you with people who will push you towards your destiny. So I'm so thankful for, for Garrett. I know he doesn't like to be called a pastor. So, so grateful for you. Uh, just, just opening your, your hearts and just saying, hey, come, let's build. So excited. Just come and build. We're so excited uh, for that. So we're grateful for guys like you and the rest of the churches who are just saying, hey, we see the call of God in you, and we're going to do everything in our power to help you fulfill what God has called you to do. And that's the type of people that we want to be. We want to be people who say, Lord, whoever it is that you have called, we want to use them, and we want to walk with them. So don't wait for your life to be perfect. It won't be until you're involved in the kingdom where you start seeing God start doing things in your life. Don't disqualify yourself this evening. Don't say, oh, you know what? I stutter like Moses. Don't say, oh, I'm still dealing with this. No, God wants to use you. You can be a world changer. You can turn the world upside down. You can become a troublemaker. troublemaker. Not because you're smart or because you know all the right things to say, but because God himself will empower you to do the work. This is the Great Commission. Jesus called us. He says, hey, go into all the world. Preach the gospel. Each and every one of us has a story to tell. You think people are not interested in your story? People are forward. People love stories. <laughs> you can share. You share your story with somebody. 
You might not be able to preach, but each and every one of us has a story that we can tell of how God came through and how God delivered us and how we came to salvation. Amen. The Bible says in John chapter 1, verses 43, the Bible says the next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee and he found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. And Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him. Who Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Daniel said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, come and see. Can anything good come out of a mom's in Toti? Come and see. Can anything good come out of your household? Come and see. Taste and see that the Lord is good. God is going to use you to do extraordinary things. When God has done with you, people will not be able to recognize you. They would say, that's the same one that used to go to the clubs with us. That was the same one who used to get the party going. Say, yes. Can anything good come out of your family? Yes. Come and see. Taste and see that the Lord is good. We are living in difficult times, but we are also living in the most exciting times. And I don't want to lose, and I don't want to miss out on what God is doing. I'm like, God, whatever it is you're doing in this season, I want to get involved in whatever capacity it is. I want to get involved. And when I get to heaven one day, I want him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant.